Good morning, good morning. It's 10.02 here on 1010 WOLB in conversation with L.Y. Good morning, family. Good morning to each and every one of you. And, of course, we have so much on the plate this morning. And uh, we'll be joined momentarily by uh, good brother Mark C. And uh, got a couple of things I want to run through very quickly. And, of course, we'll have an open line for you to join in and share what thoughts you might have that you would like to bring to the attention of the family as well. And uh, let me uh, say that uh, what happens in a week's time? What happens in a week's time? Wow. The campus of Morgan State University. Wow. We And no sooner had that sort of, we well, couldn't use the word settled in, but you say this, wow. We And then, of course, the decision was made to postpone and cancel homecoming homecoming activities <laughs> and then the other just uh, buoy and it's troublesome extremely troublesome and to have it so that the campuses and the ways and means of others to want to enjoy and make a celebration for the first time in Morgan's history, they had to postpone and cancel homecoming. Wow. And, of course, Morgan Proud. And uh, I want to say from all the news accounts that uh, all of the attention should be on seeing where and who brought this infamous activity to that campus. And they deserved to get the attention of all the proper authorities and to be held accountable once fell. And then no sooner than that, as I just stated, buoy. And at first, you would, you wouldn't, what comes to mind is that, was this a situation where they're coming after Black campuses, black colleges and universities? No. Because from from everything that's been reported to date, it was someone of our own community bringing about this danger to the campus of Morgan and Bowie. Shameful. Very, very, very disturbing. It's... uh, <laughs> and f- for for what reason? For what reason would 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 you want to disrupt the 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 campus life, the campus activities? All this institution has been about is knowledge, providing an environment to learn to better oneself, not for some person to decide that uh, he's going to 
use a weapon and bring about danger. I noticed as they were different stations were reporting on it, youngsters leaving, wanting to go back to their individual homes, in some cases home states. You can only imagine what the parents were thinking to themselves. So we certainly want to continue to pray for the recovery of the young folks who were shot. We pray that the campus will find ways and means to heal. And in some way, somehow, we've got to find a better way to express but to take the gun as an alternative. And of course, uh, there are times when I say to myself, you can understand why some people feel that it's important to have a, the, the value of the gun, but no. No. And uh, I never forget many of those mornings over 25 years. Many, many, many discussions about the gun. I can remember, I think I've shared this with you before, I put in some legislation to charge for the bullets. And that didn't go anywhere. The National Rifle Association and their lobbyists made sure that that bill never got out of committee. <laughs> it was in front of the Ways and Means Committee. And when I went in, this had to be, oh my goodness, about, mm, I would say close to about 40 years ago, I put in the legislation to charge for the bullets, each bullet, believing that the cost would be Insurmountable. The people say, ah, but uh, no. The National Rifle Association got their people involved, and voila, Bill died. So, troubled, extremely so. Gun, I see some actions being taken. Senator, the late Senator Diane Feinstein, who just passed. That was one of her pieces of legislation. And now the country is back because that law was allowed to pass and had a sunset to it. We need it back. We need all forms of constructive ways and means to have this, these guns under control. And... Uh, I'm this, I don't know, the National Rifle Association, they're not as strong as they used to be, but they are trying their dog on us. It's based on who you elect. Now, notice what I said. Notice who the, who you elect. The next president could be one who could either close the door in the National Rifle Association or could open the door wider. The next one. So, Mark, how you doing, good buddy? Hey, good morning, big brother. How you doing this morning? Uh, that campus situation of Morgan and now Bowie. Yeah, yeah. My granddaughter, um, she don't go there now. 
uh, but she went to Bowie. And, uh, you know, um, Big Brother, you know, we seem like we always got to open up uh, with this craziness. But um, the good news is, man, we always we always got a counter. What I love about Baltimore City, uh, we're resilient. And, and our folk that's on the street, you know, um, they always, you know, finding a way to have something um, um, scheduled positive. You know, and this, um, and, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but let me talk about what you was talking about. Um, the Morgan incident, I don't live that far from Morgan. And I've been through there many times uh, after that and before and after the incident. And um, like what what happens, um, you know, they saying, you know, the, the fine Murphy Arts, um, uh, fine Murphy Arts uh, Center, uh, they were having uh, something over there. And the crowning the, the, the king and the, and the king and queen of the campuses, right? And so coronation, left, sorry. yes, sir. And then after they left, um, that's when you know whatever happened uh, happened. And, and let's say this, you know, like the, pol- the Northeast Police Station is right there, also. You know, so um, they they said it was some little silly argument or whatever, and um, but. Uh, the good news is that they have uh, the cameras were working, and they have uh, four young young people, unfortunately, that look like us, on camera. You know, walking across the campus, and so and if they're not involved in any way, uh, Larry, then they would have came forward and said, "Look, you know, uh, we were just, you know, whatever they were doing." So. Um, I got a, a feeling that, you know, um, they should be, uh, somebody should be arrested soon. But, you know, it's just nowadays, man, everybody wants to settle everything with a gun. And, Larry, you know, we, we got to do have national legislation to ban um, um, assault rifles and all that kind of stuff that have been added. But the ghost guns now, Larry, they, you can make them. Mm. You, can, you know, they making them. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's crazy, but the the, the thing, and then boy, but that's what it is, Larry. I, I I be I was listening to some of those students. I got to shout out those students at Morgan, and I got to shout out the the uh, president uh, of Morgan because right after that incident, they were so articulate and coming on and 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 saying what happened and stuff like that and what they heard and. And, and, and things like that, and he and, and, and he's making sure that they get the mental health and all that kind of stuff. But one young lady that was on the news live, um, she was hurt from the shattered glass that, that that from the bullets, and she said she didn't even know she was cut. She said she started running, and she was from New Jersey, man. Our parents drove down that night and got her. You know, she was on the she was on the news. And then Bowie, uh, the young man said he got there around eleven o'clock, and he said that they was having like after parties, uh, you know, and and uh, he said, you know, they again some little silly argument or something, man, and then two people got shot dead. But uh, this 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 violence, man, this uh violence is, is, that's happening all over Baltimore is unique to Baltimore. Uh, the guy that killed that that uh. That that trooper, that twenty three year old trooper, he was forty years old, you know. And then you got to ask yourself, Larry, 
who who carries a gun to a to a campus party or who carries a gun, you know, to a to a, a Oreo celebration, you know, a bar after an Oreo celebration. You got to ask because those that's what we got to do. We you know we got to hold people accountable. But Saturday last, we was at the Black Men Unifying Black Men Breakfast over at uh, um, Art Social Club, and you know it's Black uh, Filmmakers Month. You know, and 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 uh, they had Black filmmakers over there, man, and they also had students and children over there because usually it's men, and they were showing them short films and stuff like that. So I happened to meet one of them. The young man, he said, I'm from Morgan. And he told me, like, he said, two of his friends have been murdered. Mm. And you know what I did, man? I got his number and, um, you know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm staying in touch with him, you know, and, 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 and talk to him. But, um, you know, they started back school today. So I'm going to talk to him, you know, see if I can get in touch with him later on, big brother. All right. Well, oh, let me say the event. Um, this, um, and I want to send a special, uh, invitation out to morgan uh put down the guns and stop the killing stand up against gun violence building a village take a village all of us working together saturday october 21st at noon state parking lot 940 madison avenue peace walk resources for parents and children jobs treatment youth organizations free food therapeutic support youth and speakers and special guests like the mayor, the governor, and the state's attorney. And Lanier Richardson, I don't know who that is, but maybe you do. But, very, uh, very well. We've got every line lit, so let's yes, see sir. if we can't yes, uh, take on one, one call at a time, of course. And let's yes, uh, start off with, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I haven't heard from this fellow in quite some time. Brother Judson. Uh, yeah, right, right. Hello. Larry, this is Judson. Hello, how are you? Oh, man, it's good to hear your voice, man. Nice to hear you. Good day in the morning, man. I, well, I've been having to look through health problems and stuff, but I'm still around, still still with, uh, 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 In the land of the living. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah and, well, I was calling after about Morgan, because I was out there with, 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 I would say, with the old wars. Uh-huh. I was out there with Kenneth Wester and C three. We were out there together, and all that bunch, and, and you knew all that crowd, and they went on. Yes. They tried to get me to go get get in there in politics with y'all, but I at that time uh, they had that uh, law that you couldn't be in politics and and be in in the government too, you know, the federal government. Yes, sir. And so I, at that time I worked for the post office, so. I mean, after that, I worked, started working post office, and you know. But uh, I just thought I had the opportunity to call you. All right, I'm glad to hear from you, brother Judson. Yeah, you take yeah. care, good man. Yeah, and and we Ooh. we 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 up. Our social club is coming along. Yes, it is. I'm yeah. you know, getting the resources you need, and you're gonna do well. You're gonna do well. You're gonna rebound, reboot. Yeah, I hope so. I hope <laughs> I'll be I'll be around long enough to. To, to be and help celebrate, you know. Me too. Well, play, right. play. But I was just sorry to hear that incident out to Morgan, you know, and everything. And that. And back in the day, you know, we had guys, but we right. them guys used to carry that stuff out on Pennsylvania Avenue and, and never had to the campus. Here. 
All right. Thank, Thank you, my you. good brother. Peace. All right. All right, let's hear from uh, uh, Bubby. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. sir. Good morning, Senator, and good morning, Mark. Good morning, my friend. The things that I'm going to say are solely endorsed by me, but I think they need to be said. Yes, sir. Do you know who Captain James Smith is? I don't. Captain, Captain James Smith was the captain of the Titanic ship who went down. Brandon Scott is the new James Smith. Let me just say, Senator and Mark, we need to be very concerned when we value more lives or put more value on lives because of the zip codes or the school that the kids attended. We have had a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old child, children, murdered in my beloved Sandtown, and it's not even a blip on the radar. But the kids at Morgan, and I'm not blaming the kids at Morgan. I am saying the situation at Morgan, you got the mayor, you got the governor, you got the president of the United I mean, the president of the university speaking out. But yes, who speaks out for the children in my community that are murdered, shot in the head in broad daylight in front of recreation center, murdered on school playground? Who speak out for those kids? Where is the news that coming here to ask us what is going on? Why isn't anyone checking our ring cameras for evidence? Senator, something is wrong when this mayor can jump on TV at the sacrifice that woman down on Emerson Avenue being burnt, slashed, and raped. But yet still, he put the value on the other young lady's life that would murder the tech CEO. Something is wrong, Senator, when we can't get the trash picked up off the street in my community. In my community, they chain playground, they close schools, they close recreation center, and nothing is done. Where there are men standing on the corner between the ages of 18 and 24 with no opportunity, but yet still we see others working in the community who are not even from the country of the United States. Something is wrong, Senator, when all our legislators look like me but do not speak or have the passion and the love for the people who they represent like me. Something is wrong, Senator. Something is wrong. And no matter what, you're not going to shut me up. You're not going to buy me off. You're not going to threaten me. I'm going to say until the day I die, the African-American leadership in this city, it's shameful under the conditions that the black people in this city have to deal with day after day after day, and nothing is done. Senator, nothing is done. Are you going to run for office, man? (laughs) Are you going to run for office? Senator, you, you you know something, Senator. You know, Senator I keep asking Barnes. you. I'm gonna keep asking you. I'm gonna keep asking <laughs> because I do believe that the kind of person you want to go in office is the Bobby that we hear uh, from in this community, and they need yes, your sir. voice, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Senator and Mark, let me just let me let me just say this, Senator. Uh-huh. There's is something wrong when the leadership in this city. Do not hear the crying, not of this father, but of the hundreds, the thousands of people in this city is saying something is wrong. You poison us one week with poison water, 
You close the school down. You close the recreation centers down. The schools do not have air. Winter coming. They will not have heat. Something is wrong when somebody can't hear this and say we got to do something. Something right. is wrong, Senator. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to get off your air, but you will. We will be foolish if we elect this man, Brandon Scott. To be the dog catcher of this city, let alone the CEO. Thank you much for listening to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's hear from uh, quickly Reverend Willie Ray. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, Senator. Good to see you in church the other day. Uh, look, I just want to send a personal invitation to Radio One and National Action Network to come to my uh, 50 year anniversary that's going to be at New Shallows this Saturday. At 12 to 3, we were having a kickoff for the Royal Squad Marching Band start at 11. Uh, one of the things that Kwaisi and Fumi is going to be the keynote speaker, and Reverend Earl Carter Jr. is going to be the host pastor. One of the things that we're going to highlight after the 14th, we want to indicate, it's on the flyer, it says, Martin Luther King had a dream, I have a vision. And that vision is one faith. One church, one corner, one community, one safety house. We want to make sure that that gets uh, prominent attention on the 14th. We want every church, every synagogue, every mosque to dot one corner where they at. As uh, Bishop Kennedy, and I'll be at the minister's conference today, he gave the charge to the Philadelphia ministers and the Baltimore ministers. They came to fellowship, talk about street violence. And I heard Brother Bobby say it's, it, as long as it was in the street and not the suite, it wasn't a problem. So we got to make this issue a problem. So I want everybody to echo one faith, one church, one corner, one safety house, one community. We're going to make that be a household word to everybody in Dr. Corner. Then you can uh, educate kids with STEM programs and education and recreation. It's a full proposal. So it's not just a fly by night. A brother Mark knows about it. We even got the yes, facility. We, right. we ain't not letting go of that facility. Very good. All right, good man. All things being good and equal, should have a good turnout. Pastor was very strong in his endorsement yesterday at church and well deserved. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. I need your support. I need your support, Senator. Why not? Thank you much now. Let me go over and pick up uh, Daphne. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I'm really right. Hey, how you doing, Miss Daphne? I'm well. Let me tell y'all something. Please. As a survivor of what I went through and what God brought me through and gave me a sound mind to stand, I'm thankful for everything, even the bad things that happened that God brought us through. And I want to say to all the listeners, we are spiritually stripped. We have spiritually stripped ourselves. And this is what it looks like when we're no longer in tune with God and abiding by the laws of the land. It was sometimes it's not, not all everybody's fault. Sometimes life happens for God to get our attention. And these are life-happening events. Sure, somebody picked up a gun and used it. Sure, somebody robbed somebody. Sure, somebody did that. Or somebody didn't pick the trash up. But in the long run, it's all a wake up for us to, to come together as one so we can get things done. The separation is, is going to keep us further and further apart. And I just want to be a witness to somebody day what God can do. As long as we trust him and get off our snookers 
and get up and get some work done. Start with ourselves first. Sometimes we got to get rid of that pessimistic attitude and stop waiting for people to come save us and do what we need to do for ourselves and our families. So I want to say that this morning. God still sits high and looks low, and he's still doing miracles, and he's still working things out. So can we get an amen and start our day off? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. And thank you for your optimism, right, Sister fellas. Daphne. Talk thank you. you thank you very much. Okay. Appreciate God you. Definitely. Nice speaking with you the other day. Okay. Thank you. Mark, uh, she's going to be the organizational uh, chapter formation, her and her son and others. Uh, and Edgewood, Harford County will have a chapter within the next few more weeks. So it was a joy to have her part of the uh, extended uh, sites that we're going, the chapters rather that we'll be going yes, into over the next uh, fact uh, on Saturday. I'm hoping I can handle both, but I'm going to go down to Waldorf, uh, Maryland, and we have a chapter of organizational meeting there as well. And uh, we're, we're going to have at least for the National Action Network, Maryland. Uh, branch at least seven new chapters by the end of this year, God willing. So, and I'm so proud of the fact that her and her son are going to be part of the organizational format out there in Edgewood. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, Malik, my brother Malik, that's his name. Yes, right. That's right. You met him. Okay, yeah, good man. Good yeah, man. yeah, good, good young yeah. fellow. Uh, let me get. Uh, let me see. Okay, I got three more folks, and then I really want to talk about. Uh, bad sports week, but uh, that's not major concerning with these other issues. Let's pick up Leo. Leo, good morning. Good morning, Senator Larry Young and Brother Mark Cannon. How you guys doing? Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Leo. All right. God bless your show and for all of its positivity. Uh, let me say that uh, I want to invite both of you uh, Larry, uh, the Roots of Scouting organization meets on Monday, next Monday at 7 o'clock in the evening from 7 to 9 here in Linden Park Apartments in Bolton Hill. You've been here before. I hope you can make it again. We, are, we have recently received an announcement of funding for our Rites of Passage program, and uh, we're happy about that. There are many other things we're doing in service to youth, families, and community. And we'd like to have you at least involved to the extent that you can observe the process and critique that process, which is very helpful, so that we stay on target. Uh, let me say regarding the homecoming situation and the violence, yes. continued, continued prayer is warranted. I believe that prayer moves mountains. Yes. But what I have not heard, Larry and Mark, I had not heard the mayor's office of emergency management talk about the community emergency response teams or search CERTS. That is something that was advocated years ago and has yet to come to fruition. What am I talking about? Let's toughen up our people, our youth and families to the extent that everybody knows first aid. Everybody knows CPR. Everyone knows how to stop the bleed. When I was a student at Morgan many years ago, there was a military science program that was required for two years. Well, they toughened us up. And what am I trying to say? 
prayer moves mountains, but telling me that you're terrified is not enough. The question is, how do we cope with, how do we deal with crises? And, and we can do that in God's name, but we cannot cancel and run and hide in, in contradiction to, it, to those who would have us run and hide. In other words, we cannot hide under a rock and not be force, forceful advocates of protecting and defending our families, community, church, and nation. And that's the bottom line. Let's be courageous advocates for justice and decency. And I want that balance to prevail. Because I get the impression that folks think that if you commit suicide, it's okay. It is not. No. And if you run run and hide, it is okay. No, it is not. It's not. Train up our children to be protectors and defenders of our community and honor their parents and their leaders when they're worthy of being honored. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Leo? Yes, sir. And your event? The event that we're having is on October. October, I'm sorry. There's a crab feast. There you go. Our our 16th annual crab feast is on the third Monday of every month. It's a fundraiser for Roots of Scouting. It's at the Tiffany East Caterers in East Baltimore. The ticket price is $75. We we have, for the last 44 years, sustained ourselves without grants. We've done it All through right. tickets and our self-initiative, and we ask for everyone's support. Give us a call at 443-651-2578 if you're interested in tickets for this event. Hope to see you guys out on the, the and, and, and you know, I'm not a seafood person, but I will make the exception to make Leo's event because they're nice oh. events. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much, you, buddy. You've been with us, Larry, you've been with us for every year that we've had this event, uh, at least in the last five years. Yes, sir. And we appreciate it. No God problem. Bless you. Thank you. We're going to take a 30 second and we're going to come right back and lines are lighting up again. But in the meantime, yes, here we go.
Good morning, good morning. Right back within conversation with L.Y., and we're going to continue on. And then as soon as we get these calls finished, I do want to bring you up to date. Get a pen and pencil on so that you might mark them down and you can be ready to join up with us. Like I said, we're going to do some chapter expansion this year. We've got a big event coming up towards the end of the month. But hold tight. Let me get these calls up because they've been very patient. I want to get them up, starting with the one and only. Doc, good morning. Good morning, great guys. How are y'all this morning? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Doc. Yeah, good, good. We won't we won't talk about the the Baltimore team. We just hope for some <laughs> no, some, be- no. some better some better playing. <laughs> but I, I did, will say this: that this past August, the Afro American newspaper published an article, uh, and many of us, you know, had not gotten to the mindset that the Afro is not going to be in newspaper stands. You got to actually uh, get it uh, because there's an article that many of us has missed. And my understanding now that uh, they they have a new director of the Greater Baltimore Committee, and he's now making rounds around the radio shows and TV shows, which is good. You know, he's introducing himself and what the uh, Greater Baltimore Committee is doing. And I think this is an opportune opportunity for us to address an issue that the Afro had uh, in their paper uh, back this August 15th. And that is that there is a thing called the Tom City Circulator. It is a bus. It, it has four different routes that it takes. All four routes go through overwhelmingly white neighborhoods. None of them go through not one black neighborhood. And the Charm City buses, uh, the the fee is, there is no fee. The fare is for free. It goes through uh, four different communities. Uh, You don't have to pay anything. Uh, It goes uh, many of the hours of the day. It is going through downtown and everything else. But how can you have a predominantly African-American city that we have, Baltimore City, and none of these Charm City routes go through any black community? The Afro publics a paper that uh, supported an idea that we gave them, and that is we want to have a new line. Uh, We want a black community to benefit from this Charm City Circular where the bus routes are free, and we recommended a uh, North Avenue, Hilton to Milton bus route, and that it would go all the way down through east, west, north, and south, of North Avenue, but it would be free. And we found that there are at least 20 churches on North Avenue. There are over 65 businesses on North Avenue, both black and white. And the things that you connect to by being on the Charm City Circuit would be beneficial. So uh, I don't know whether or not the Greater Baltimore Committee has reached out to you, uh, but we're going to spend this week calling radio and TV stations to let them know we don't have opposition uh, to the Charm City Circular. We just feel that it it needs to be expanded. And all we're suggesting is a brown line. We would call it the brown line, but it would go Mm -hmm. from Hilton to Milton on North Avenue. And we think, you know, it's okay that uh, eight major white communities get the free city circular, but why not the rest of Baltimore City, which is predominantly black? I agree. Right. I agree. Okay. Doc, line us up. 
Please. All right. It's, Thank it's, you. it's in the Afro. We sent it out to everybody. Matter of fact, Larry, you and Mark should have gotten a copy this weekend. We sent articles to maybe 300 people to let them know what is happening. And all we're asking for is the greater Baltimore community uh, wants to publicize what we're doing. We think it's great. But here is an oversight. Uh, and the sad thing is that the Tom City buses at the end of the day, guess where they sit? They sit in Cherry Hill. But guess who does not benefit from the Tom City Circular? Cherry Hill. Damn. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, many of us did not read the article, do not know what's happening with this Tom City Circular. It's a, it's a good bus. It goes through downtown, but it goes through eight white neighborhoods, and none of them are black. Gotcha. True. Okay. Well, Thanks for taking my call. No problem at all. Thank you, good man. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Man, I tell this town. Uh, okay, yeah, Mark. Down. You know, uh, I, mm-hmm. I I I'm not going to spend as much time on this as I had planned. I'm going to because I got a couple of items I want to bring up to the family's mm-hmm. attention. But I'm telling you, man, we got to keep an eye on this thing over here that's going on with Israel. Yeah, this thing is going to this is going to have uh, some major complications here. And gee, uh, me Moses. I know, I know. Just one thing, I mean, you know, and, and and then you got this crazy Republican Party with Matt Gates and people like that, man. And uh, it's just so ridiculous, man. All I can tell you is, I never thought I would say this, but I'd rather have McCaffrey than to have Jim Jordan. Yeah, who? <laughs> I'd rather say have that the, again. The, the, right now, if they if they're going to go make a, a, a change. I'd rather mm. keep the one they got than to have right. than, than to have this because this guy Jim Gordon Jordan, yeah. no 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 he's a he would not be good, no he would be he should be gone though. I agree with I you. I, that well now I, I ain't got no problem with that, no problem with that. But I'm just saying, yeah. okay, now, uh, but we definitely going to want to monitor it, and I'm going to do what I can. I made a couple calls over the weekend. And the person Great. who I was trying to get to come in and talk to us on this issue, well, I'm going to try to pull him in. Congressman Meeks, uh, who's the black chair, uh, the minority leader on the Democratic caucus side. Man, you got what time the- for me to ask you a question? Pick your brain for a second? Quickly. Okay. This, this, this is what I meant when I said they should be gone. Now, and ask, answer me this. If, if they were Democratic, if 20 people came out, 20 white boys came out like they did with Jim Jordan, said he knew that they were being uh, abused. They came out, I think it was in 2020, and said he knew they were being abused um, when he was a coach or whatever he was. And do you think if he was Democrat, they would have just let that go? He would just be able to bully his way. Matt Gates was hanging with uh um uh the the guy uh, what was the, that guy name in New York man that uh Jeffrey uh Epstein or something hanging with him uh uh with with underage girls and stuff and then recently a uh, aide that was an aide to Trump she came out and said Matt Gates was inappropriate with her so do you think if both of them was Democrat you think they would still be there of course not that's all. <laughs> 
Let's uh, we'll talk about uh, what in the world happened to Baltimore sports this weekend, man. What happened? I mean, the Ravens. What happened is, is the Ravens are, are just giving away games, man. And 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 your only job is to catch the ball. I don't want to hear you didn't practice, and that's your only job. You've been doing it since you was two. And it, you know, so you know, I can catch a ball. You know, sixty-eight. You know. And the Orioles, my goodness. You know, when you have that break, some teams come back stronger. But I, based on the – I was trying to recollect. I should have asked Doc when Doc was still on. Uh, we that, the, that break makes you, you – you lower yourself. You go on, a, you go on vacation. You go down to, to warm weather or something nice. And, and, and the Orioles just froze up over the, over the last uh, two games here. They got three more, but they got to win all three – in order to bring something back. Three. And yeah. that's going to be a rough one. What did you think about this, though, big brother? I mean, it ain't over yet. So, we, you know, but um, Texas is some bad boys, it seems like. They seem like it. They do seem like it. They do seem like it. But uh, And then Lamar. Uh, how do you so I, I, in I the— I can't re- put this one on him, man, because— He threw the ball. What, nine balls or something? I mean, the ones that they, the ball, the right? they, yes, they did, they did. Okay. We should have won that game easily. All right, all right, all right. Okay, uh, I uh, can't put this one on Lamar. Well, you, you, don't, I ain't putting. It, well, I, I am going to put him up for for be flagged. Just put that. I want to throw the red flag out there or something, man. But throwing the ball in the, in the red zone. Okay. But they dropped like nine balls before that, brother. All right, all right. I can you see. You should have won that game easily. I can see right now Dwight Burley going to call me, too. He's all part of the <laughs> Lamar Jackson fan club. I, I'm I'm a fan, but I just, okay. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me tell the family one of the things we did do uh, the other day, uh, we, we, we being the National Action Center of Greater Baltimore, the Baltimore uh, chapter, we were, and along with, uh, and I've got to say this, I want to commend them, I commend them strongly. That's the Maryland uh, Affiliate Local Union, AFT, uh, A. Philip Randolph Institute, Coalition of Black Trade Unionists, Coalition of Black uh, of uh, Labor Union Women. Uh, we all got together and put together a voter registration sign-up. And uh, we chose as our first location the Menominee Transit. Uh, and we went there, and we were scheduled to be there from 3 to 6, but it was very clear that uh, and even though it was a modest success, it could have been much better. But, Mark, the thing that that, uh, troubled me is that the people are back Mm -hmm. to being lulled to sleep again. I mean, come on now, family. You you would be taken back. By some of the conversations, that's one thing I commend Doc for. He took the, the voting issue to the people. He took the voting machines. He took. He labored yeah. long and hard. Yeah. And all of yeah. us have gained. Uh, John mm-hmm. Cheatham, who was with me last time we did uh, close to 3,000-plus at Mondawmin, mm-hmm. and we had a little slight uh, uh, earthquake that came through there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's during the first year and then Barack Obama was running for president. But the, the the young folks and the conversation and responses that you would get back from some of them. And when mm-hmm. we had uh, about 12 of us, 
out there. And again, Lena Redmond, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Mario English, Dr. Johnson, all of, all, all of you, thank you, thank you. Uh, on our team, uh, Eric was there. Uh, you were there, Mark. And uh, but, but did you tell, was it you or somebody told me that somebody was going to ask somebody to vote, and they said, if you give me $20, I'll, vote, I'll register. But, you know, that wasn't me, Larry, but um, it, like you said, some people are so disillusioned, man. I mean, it was a couple people, like, with accents, I don't, you know, and, and they was like, I don't, I ain't, I don't, they, 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 one lady said, they not going to help nobody. And the other guy said, I don't do that. You know, I don't, I don't vote. But a lot of the young people were interested. And, and, and Larry, I'm glad we was up there because we got to see uh, firsthand. And, and let me say this, uh, Dante Barksdale, who was murdered, Safe Street, his aunt and uh, her son came through there and registered. And, and I mean, they, either they registered or they said they were already registered. But, um, you know, a lot of the young people um, were, they were busy, you know, all through the doing whatever. But, um, you know, a lot of them were listening. But listen to this, Larry, because I got a glimpse of the mindset of some of what's going on with these young people. And it's disturbing. Um, I was, you know, I was, uh, encouraging people to vote and one young man said to me because it was groups of young men there so one young man said to me he said you he say uh he say you gonna take that i said take what he said uh the guy no he said he trying to play you he tried to play you and i said what you talking about he said he told you to shut the f up and uh, i didn't hear i didn't hear him say you know so he said i don't like that and I said, um, look, I say, I say it's okay, man. I say don't don't worry about it. But if say I, I was somebody their age or whatever, you know what I mean? So you know, that, you, that's the he, he, first thing he said is, you gonna take that? So think about how many young people hear that and react and and the stuff that we got going on now, Larry. Wow. Well, the thing that's so so troublesome is that that. Mark, one of the greatest joys I had when I was youngsters, you know, I was able to push through uh, in 1972. I was able to lobby through to make sure that 18-year-olds had the right to vote in Maryland. We were yes, the sir. fourth state to let 18-year-olds have the right to vote. Yes, sir. And that was part of a movement that Marvin Mandel, who was governor at the time, signed the legislation. Yes, uh, Rita Davidson was the secretary of of the agency which it came through and I had chaired the governor's commission on youth uh, at that time and I lobbied long and hard for 18 year olds to have the right to vote and uh, so to have it stated and we've we got a long way to go this election's coming up in May I understand yeah. Bob Wallace is going to announce in, on on Thursday of course you mm -hmm. know the mayor as contemplated an announcements coming soon. Uh, mm -hmm. Sheila Dixon's already put herself out there as running. But, mm -hmm. but the and I uh, think Yolanda Pulley. I think and yes, and yes, and she's 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 out there. Uh, we 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 uh, the, 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 we're going to be out doing more voter registration, 
And uh, our next stop is going to be at uh, North Avenue and, and Hartford, uh, okay. the, the courthouse the, the area there. And we'll be going all over the metropolitan area to uh, to register people to hopefully get them to understand this is going to be a major, major election. All elections are major. We we'll always say that. Yeah. I know, but this one's going to be major. We 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 this we we we've got to we've got to find a way to get the excitement back. Uh, yes. The presidential election, uh, Trump and his people are already geared up, talking about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it, and and they so bold. They're telling us things are going to be set back, and and he's, and he's <laughs> you know he's going to be. It's going to be very rough on certain communities if this man was to get in. And that's just how it has to be because we're going to deal with him this time. But then to be told 13 to 14 percent of black men talking yeah. about they're going to vote for Donald Trump? Come yeah. on. And you Mark. know, Larry, I got to say something. I got to say this. Sure. Man. I, you know, you can vote for whoever you want to. But, I, you know, I know... Um, we done had four years of him, man. He doesn't care. He he doesn't have a conscience. He doesn't have a nothing, you know. But um, he's the only only president that I know that his secretary of state called him an effing moron, billionaire. His real billionaire, self secretary of state, and his chief of staff called him an idiot. He's two times impeached his sister Larry and, and let's see how, who try, how Trump supporters get around this his sister who they got the same mother and father came out in 2020 wrote a book said he's the most dangerous man in the present in, uh, in the world in the world he shouldn't be nowhere near the presidency his niece who's a, a, a psychologist came out wrote a book, they were all over the TV in 2020 saying that man should not be the, the, the president of the United States. Then you got Matt Gates, and then you got uh, um, um, Jim Jordan from the Crazy Caucus. And, and Margie now, Taylor Green. how crazy do you have to be to be exercised from the Crazy Caucus? All right, answer me that, please. <laughs> Gee, me... It's it's very troublesome, very 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 troublesome. Uh, pardon, I tell you, very troublesome. But uh, yeah, we gotta. Uh, I'm I'm trying to work up some 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 things. Uh, like I said, right now I'm working on the voter registration drive. I'm gonna keep going all over, yeah. and uh, also setting up these new NAN chapters across the state. And despite yes, some internal problems on the local level here, we're gonna press mm -hmm. forward. Because it's yeah. important for our community to have a strong, strong voice and for us to advocate strongly for the right issues and be up front on them and be unbrought, unbossed, and always answerable to an agenda that equals the calls for e e equity for us as a community. Yes, Talking uh, about um, uh, another event that uh, mm -hmm. we're going to be planning a, 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 our, our uh, October meeting. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about the fact that uh, we'll have two major topics. We're going to be talking about youth violence. We're also going to mm -hmm. be talking about 
is the labor movement still right. relevant? And wow. uh, so we're going to have the new black uh, executive director of the AFL-CIO Maryland uh, Metropolitan Baltimore and uh, Courtney, and he's going to be born board with us. And, Mark, I'm going to talk to you after the show. We're going to add to that because this thing that Morgan and Bowie stays is heavy. It stays heavy. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. we're, going to, we're going to certainly be talking about some issues along the way there. But also, I want you to know, uh, family, that on Saturday, October the 28th, Saturday, October the 28th, I'll be going, not I, but the A. Phil Randolph Institute, the Coalition of Black Trade Unions, Coalition of Black Labor Union uh, Women, and the National Action Network, Baltimore Chapter, and AFT. Uh, all of us are coming together to do what? Our fourth annual Trunk or Treat. Trunk or Treat event. Absolutely. It's going to be... Uh, yeah. We get all the cars lined up. We put all the all the Halloween gathering together, and we have anywhere between the 20, 30, 40 sometimes, and the trunks are full of goodies and whatnot and Halloween type of activity. Put it down. Mark it down. It's free at the Arena Players parking lot, 801 McCullough wow. Street, Saturday, yeah. October 28th. Trunk or treat? Trunk. Uh, or treat. I'll say a bit more about that as we go. Do we still have? Can I give? Can I give um, Dwight thirty seconds, please? Let's go. Come on, quick. Dwight, come on in here quickly. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Mark C. Very interesting show. And I heard my name being called, so I had to call in. And, um, both, 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 sports teams are having a rough time this weekend, but. They'll bounce back, Larry. They're tough. But <laughs> okay. I don't know about I don't know about the uh, playoffs, but Lamar he'll bounce back. I he see. just needs to get some rest. <laughs> and plus, he's kind of soft, Marcy. That's the reason why he can't take a hit. That's why he's always running. He's my boy, though. Right. You know that, Larry. I know that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope his receivers. I hope his receivers get some rest with him. He do. All right. And you're right. And you need to get the ball. <laughs> I, hope, I okay. hope they get some rest. All right. You need to get the ball to Beckham, too. And, and uh, the receivers need uh, to get the ball. Yeah. Thank you. That's the only way we can Thank win. You. Okay. Thank All right. You. All right. All right. You internal optimists. I'm, I'm, I listen. I, I listen. I want the Orioles to win. I want the Ravens to win. Uh, some, of the, some, some of the folks who I tend to disagree with, they like Pittsburgh. But I know they're just as happy as they can be after yesterday's game. But, hey, you win, you lose, and you move on, right? There you go. Okay. Well, family, for those of you who want to know, we're going to be coming down to Waldorf for the uh, formation of the down there in the Waldorf community uh, with our NAN organization. We're going to be setting up an organizational meeting. And uh, if you have any particular interest, give me a call. I'll be happy to let you have more details about that. But it's going to be major. We're going to be going to Edgewood. We're going to be in Annapolis. We're going to be in Salisbury. We're going to be also in, up in Frederick County. We're going to. It's, I'm excited about the potential of what we're building up. And uh, Mark, 
uh, we're gonna you and I gotta talk, please. The right, right. Yes, give, 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 oh give. yeah, I'm. Gonna, I tell you what, I'm gonna call you about, probably about one thirty because we're gonna go to go twelve o'clock. That's evening. fine. That's fine. But well, and I, then I'm gonna I, catch you on your wife's show after this. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, see. I, I, good thing I like the queen. Love I, I, big brother. I, I love you, man. What? What? <laughs> good thing I like the queen. That's what they're going to show. You have a safe one. Family, each and every one of you have a great week. And come on back this way next Monday. And I tell you, we're going to have some wonderful announcements. But I got an announcement right now. I went past the other day just to see if the sign was still there. And it's still there. And it better stay it's still there. there. It's still, it better stay there, too. It stay there. <laughs> wow. The one and only. Living Legend herself coming up right after this. Good morning. Have a great week. I am haunted by.